Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast, Pastor Albert Pendarvis speaking, the old Trailblazer, bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message from God's Word. Yes, we're bringing you a series of studies on Satan, the God of this world. Did you know? Do you know anything about Satan and his manifestations, my friend? Yes, Satan is a powerful individual. He has this world in the palm of his hand. He has us asleep. Our people asleep in the lap of Satan. The Bible says he goes about as a roaring lion, uh, deceiving as many as he will. That's right. Folks are held captive by Satan at his will. And uh, the Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. But I don't see many folks resisting. Do you? No, I see my folks here running into sin headlong with their eyes wide open. They see all the things that allure them like a, like a moth to a flame. You ever been around an old country home like I had when I was a child? And we would sit around the supper table at night with them old coal oil lamps. And here come them big old moths. And they got in the house. And where did they head? They headed straight for the flame. They'd fly into the coal oil lamp and burn themselves up. And that's what our folks are doing, uh, in essence, heading for the flame. That's right, because it's attractive. And Satan holds out that little attractive there, just like out in Las Vegas, all the lights in Reno and those places and the casinos on the Gulf Coast now. But my friend, the greatest thing that ever happened is when the Lord opened the sinner's heart and let him see that he's a sinner. Yes, we're bringing you a series of studies on Satan, the God of this world, setting forth the error that's preached on every hand. First of all, that everybody that's religious is saved. No, that's not true. Do you know what salvation is, my friend? It's knowing the Lord, coming to know the Lord in the forgiveness of sin. It's a deliverance from sin. No, I'm telling you, salvation is almost unheard of these days, isn't it? We don't hear any of the old-time, old truths that we used to hear. Bible repentance, the sovereignty of God, the election of God, the foreknowledge of God. Why is that, you say? Because Satan, his emissaries, have taken over all of our Bible colleges, all of our seminaries, all of our schools as a whole, as a rule. All of those things Satan has taken over. We see where some of our great old denominations now are ordaining women to preach the gospel, which is one thing the old trailblazer stands out against, my friend. No woman has ever been commissioned or called to preach the gospel. I know that I step on some toes when I say that, but my friend, my commission is to preach the gospel. Just like homosexuals and lesbians, they've never been called to preach the gospel. The Lord never called a man to misrepresent him, never called a woman to misrepresent him or represent him. No, the Bible says that no woman is to usurp authority over God's man. That's exactly right. Nor, any, nor her husband in the home. No, that's right. I'm telling you, my men, we better get a grip. We better put a take a broom st broomstick and put up our backbones and get a little grip on our homes. Our children are now wild as a buck out there in somewhere. Don't respect anybody wearing a ring everywhere you can put one. Listen, folks, I'm telling you what the Lord loves, and that's the truth. We better wake up. I'm standing here on the brink of eternity crying, repent, repent, just like old John the Baptist did. My friend, I don't know. I don't know how long, and you know, you know either how long the Lord's going to put up with this stuff. But it's so rampant now. Sin is everywhere. But we want to bring you, uh, continue our study there on Satan, the God of this world. All of this ties together. All of this stuff is, belongs to Satan. That's right. That's right. Now, listen. Listen. Let's look back at our study this morning. 
And let's look at it. Wherein in times past, we were looking at Ephesians 2.2. 2. Wherein in time past, ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. You say, what's wrong with our families, our home? It's the spirit of disobedience within them. What is the course of the satanic system? It's the pathway of spiritual death. Blinded, a child of Satan in many cases. Very religious. Oh. Oh, yes. Yes, you can be religious and lost. Preaching, teaching, loving the things of the satanic world system. You don't have to be a whoremonger to go to hell. You don't have to be a, 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 a harlot, my friend, to be uh, a, a sinner. No, no, no. There's many, many thousands of Sunday school teachers and, and professors uh, deceived by Satan today. Listen, and it, folks, folks, give them credit for knowing the Lord. Listen to this word. There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end of thereof are the ways of death. They are lost and don't know it, condemned and don't know it, blind, the blind leading the blind and don't know it. It's the work of the Holy Spirit under spirit-indicted messages to brood over this particular sinner and to show him the path that he's walking by opening his blinded eyes and give him the warning call, just like the sign on the highway, danger ahead. That's right. Have you ever been going down the interstate highway and you come up on one of those flashing lights that says danger ahead, slow, right lane ends, middle lane ends, whatever? My friend, that's what the Holy Spirit does to the poor old sinner, whether he's religious or not, whether he's in church or out of the church, whether he's in the world, whether he's in the bar room. The Holy Spirit uh, comes to him and uh, flashes that light, not a, not a visible light, no, but the, by the word of God. Listen, the Holy Spirit shows him that the whole satanic world system is under the judgment of a sin-avenging God and that its little veneer of religion is all a pretense that cannot save him. The individual who is being drawn by the Holy Spirit out of the course of death, who listens to the taunts and the ridicule and the laughter of his friend and turns back, will never get saved. We have folks under the sound of this ministry here at Radio Missions who are who are bordering on going back to the world. Satan has got a hold on them. Listen, they've heard the truth. They've heard it. But now, now you go back, friend. You go on back, but you'll never be saved. No, the individual whom God has awakened, if he listens to the voice of the Holy Spirit through the word, turns a deaf ear to friend and foe, follows on to know the Lord, one glad moment he'll rest at the feet of Christ in the dust and ashes of repentance, crying for mercy, thanking the Lord. God will hear and deliver him for Christ's sake and make him a new creature in Christ Jesus, and he'll never get over it. Did you know I've never met an individual who, who knows the Lord that ever wanted to go back? I never have. May God set you to crying this morning, my friend. Maybe there's one individual out there in our radio audience this morning. Just one individual out of thousands. Listen, maybe the Lord is probing your heart, digging around your heart just a little bit. May God open your blinded eyes where you are to see, and you'll want Christ more than anything else in the world, and you'll not rest. Once your eyes have been enlightened, my friend, to see yourself as a sinner, what 
what a sinner you are. You say, why? Why am I a sinner? Because you inherited your sinful character from Adam and Eve. Then you chose to sin. Did you know every man chooses to sin when he comes of age of accountability? And then we are a sinner by God's decree. God said there's none righteous. No, not one. The Bible says the soul that sinneth, it shall die. And what? After that, the judgment. Oh, my friend, many of you have heard me describe here on this broadcast occasionally what happens when a soul who is never saved meets a judgment. What happens there? Could I stop this morning and give you a little instance, a little insight into what happened? The Bible says that there will be a throne set. A judgment seat set, and the Lord will sit on that throne, and you'll be judged there, my friend. You'll be judged. And one morning, bright, shiny morning, I believe the sun will be shining bright. You'll be called before the Lord. And the Lord will say to the recording angel, Mr. Angel, would you look in the book? The Bible says the books will be open, and another book will be open. But he said, will you look in the book, Mr. Angel, and see if Mr. So-and-so's name, Mr. So-and-so's name is there in the book? Would you do that for me, Mr. Recording Angel? And the angel takes a book, and solemnly opens it, and thumbs through the book. Oh, it may be a computer, we don't know. But he'll thumb through there, and he'll come back and say, no, sir. I don't see his name there, my Lord. He says, go back and look once again. He goes back and looks once again. All of this time, my friend, you're standing there with your mouth shut. You have nothing to say. You have no high-powered lawyer who can defend you, maybe get you off on on a probation. No, sir. No, sir. And the recording angel comes back, and he says, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, his name's not there. Her name's not there. And the Lord says, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye worker of iniquity. Cast him into the outer darkness, where there'll be only weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Now, my friend, you say I'm trying to be dramatic? No, sir. I'm not trying to be dramatic at all. If I wanted to, I could. I could tell you of the, of the screaming and the gnawing of the tongue and the gnashing of the teeth as that poor individual falls into hell where there's no bottom. Falling, falling, falling into hell where there's no bottom. It has been said that over the shaft or over the door that leads to that great uh, place we call hell, that there's a sign there that burns eternally that says no hope no hope no hope oh my friend there's hope this morning there's hope in christ this morning there's hope in coming to the lord as a poor old sinner begging for mercy i know that satan holds many captive i know that the world is dying because satan has a has a hold on so many i see the obituary columns here day after day day after day page after page those folks dying going out into eternity some little preacher some old preacher stand over that coffin and say a few prayers and announce to the family that surely uncle joe or aunt lily has gone on to be with the lord but my friend 
that doesn't mean a snap of your fingers. Oh, only one thing that means anything after our after we're dead, after we're cold in death, and that all that that can mean one thing is your testimony while you were alive. I conduct many many funerals, and I tell these folks only evidence that you know that your loved one went to heaven is the evidence that you saw in her life or in his life. Don't come to me and tell me, well, he was a good old man or he must have been saved. No. You know what salvation is? Coming to trust the Lord. The old trailblazer's heart is heavy for you this morning. I don't want to see any of you cast out into eternal darkness, but I know that there's many who are going out day by day. Many of, uh, many of my congregation here, here at Radio Missions, if the Lord tarries, they'll go out into eternity. We have some who are in the evening shadows of life. That's right. Oh, you know that we don't know. Are you going to go to be with the Lord, or are you going to go into that inferno? Satan doesn't care about you, my friend. Did you know if you're not saved, you don't have anyone to lean on? You don't have anyone to confide in? I'm talking about spiritual things. Those of us who know the Lord, we can come to our Heavenly Father, and we can kneel down or lay down or stand up and say, Lord, we thank you. Thank you for dying for such a poor old worm as we are. Lord, thank you for redeeming us out of, the, out of this uh, uh, all perverse generation that we live in today. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us home to be with the Lord one day. That's what we'll be able to say. It's not going to see Mama and Papa. You know what my desire is? It's to see my blessed Lord, who shed his blood for this poor old worm of the dust, gave his back to the smiters, gave his beard to the pluckers, gave his brow to those who forced the thorns upon his brow that he might save a sore old sinner like the old trailblazer. Would you, would you sit down this morning while you're thinking about it and just drop me a card or letter and tell me that you're here in the old trailblazer? My friend, my heart is going out to you. I love you this morning in the Lord. I'm being true to your soul. I know there's not many being true to your soul. I know that. Oh, we're living in a generation where folks don't care, do they? The world is dying for a little bit of love. This is the old trailblazer. I wish you'd sit down and write me. Remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions or the old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. And would you write me and help me with the broadcast? Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you, our Radio Missions Internet radio station offers music, current old trailblazer broadcasts, current Voice of Truth broadcasts, classic sermons, and more, 24 hours a day. For information on how to listen to Radio Missions Internet radio, visit our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org. 